Assalamu alaikum, everybody. Um, I'm Rahim, one of the hosts of the Weed Youth Podcasts. And I'm Noor, the other host of this wonderful podcast. Welcome to We the Youth, a podcast for the youth, by the youth. We're the youth that will discuss the truth for the youth. I switched that one, but it doesn't matter. It so doesn't matter. as I just said, I'm Noor. I'm Rahim. And do you have a least favorite? I don't have a least favorite sport. I don't, I don't think I do. I was talking to someone about this, but I don't like golf. I think golf. Yeah. yeah, that is true. It's boring. I was about to say football because it's just like touch go, touch go, but golf. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, moving on from that. Um, Noor, you sound low energy today. I already know what it is, but why don't you tell me? Yeah, we have our both low energy stories for today. It's yeah, kind of the opposite. Like I was saying today, I got blood drawn out of me. And Rahim, what did you get? <laughs> yeah, I, I got my microchip, which um, we're going to have to explain it later. So I might as well explain the joke now. I got the vaccine, but the vaccines are good. So don't run away from vaccines, all right? Yeah, you got something in your arm, yeah. something taken out of mine. Hopefully, <laughs> it'll be fine. Um, but yeah so, uh, we're both going to be exuding lo-fi hip-hop vibes today oh my god you could not have said that better yes exactly we're like exactly. it's like a vibe but like not as high energy as you know yeah that. and speaking of lo-fi it's i think the only genre other than like classical and jazz of like music that i actually like really enjoy because um well like we have talked about hip-hop before the reason i like hip-hop to me with the songs and artists I pick is because they're usually saying something and extracting meaning out of things is something that I like doing with everything. Um, so that doesn't really count. But the reason I'm bringing this up is because in Ramadan, I am essentially giving up music and TV and music TV. I forgot movies? what the last thing was. Movies. I already forgot what it, huh? Movies? Well, well, TV and movies are in the same boat for me. Uh, music, I'm actually getting really annoyed as to what the third one is. Because I, it's definitely f- not food, because that's default. I don't, it doesn't matter. I was just going to ask you what you're, like, if you gave up anything. Not that this is Lent or anything, but it's common. Oh, yeah. Wasn't it games? No, no, no. I'm still playing Rocket League now. That's, oh, okay. I'm, I'm like, more moderation, you know, but... Okay. I'm not giving up right. I have stuff to do. Husband, you're not supposed to talk anyway. You're supposed to be muted. I know. That's why I said immediately. I ruined the intro. I'm sorry. I think I'm thinking the only thing I gave up is like eating pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. I mean, I don't have any like, I'm no hero or anything. I don't think I, I mean, of course I'm trying to limit my music to that kind of thing. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Mm. Yeah. And it's not that I like, it's not that all of these things are inherently evil because I, I don't watch a lot of TV and movies, even though I love them. Um, and music, I, I do listen to a lot more music than I should. So, like, I'm just trying to live a month without them and gauge, like, where do I actually... YouTube! YouTube is the third one that I gave up. That was actually horrible. And I'm so glad I'm giving it up and I'm doing really good about staying away from it. So, Proud you know. you. Thank you, Noor. Thank you. Uh, but either way, yeah, I'm I'm so I'm trying to like gauge where I need to like hang out uh, around these things, right? Because I don't know how how much I should. Anas ibn Malik reported that the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam may Allah, may Allah bless him uh, and grant him peace said, 
Anyone who wants to have his provision expanded and his term of life prolonged should maintain ties to kinship. Hmm. Okay, interesting. Um, Noor, how does that relate to this episode? Well, I'm sure that everyone knows that Ramadan is one of those months that you're kind of forced. I'm not forced in a bad way, but you know what I mean, like forced to spend time with your family. And it's obviously had that just the worst. a lot a lot more prevalent in COVID life, but um, definitely Ramadan is like one of those times where it's like, like you really, really realize how much time you're like spending with your family and how much you rely on them for everything and how much you like want to spend time with them and kind of do the things you want to do, like praying together, fasting together, going through the struggle together and everything like that. And um, obviously like being aware of that makes it a lot easier to go through the month and everything like that. Yeah, and there's also just this, it, it's it's this way for everything, not just fasting, of course, but when two people are going through a struggle together, there's just that bond, right? So that pain in our stomachs, right? It's, uh, it's tying us together, which is, alhamdulillah, cool, to say the least, right? Um, I saw my, I heard, I was sitting on the opposite side of the living room today, and I heard my dad's stomach rumble, and I was like, oh my god. But sorry, I've weird. never heard anyone's stomach rumble. Like not even mine, I don't think. Like, does that happen? Actually, I, I mean, it's not like a rumble. It's kind of like a. It's like it sounds so gross, but like a gurgle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I lied. I have heard myself my stomach rumble, but it is. Oh, I hate how you describe I'm that. I'm sorry. For oh that. my god, I was gonna say like stomach burp, which is not much better, but ugh. Okay. Um, Yeah. Why? Why do we do this? Okay. Either way. So um, I was going to say that. And then also, if your family doesn't have dinner together, forces them to have dinner together. So Mm -hmm. my family like sort of does. It's it's like inconsistent at worst. So we're pretty good about it. I'm trying not to. My family is cool. Okay, guys. Shut up. Um, So yeah. So family is really cool. You know what this podcast has? A family of people who make it. Whoa. Segway. Committee. Oh, putting so much energy in. Oh, man. <laughs> Go off. Family and also friends and probably acquaintances or anyone else that you probably are around or somewhat are in contact with over Ramadan. We have our very Human own- beings. Yeah, exactly. Just your cat, if you have one. <laughs> I mean, we don't have it any went from like episode, but the people we were introducing went from this to like literally everybody. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, today's episode specifically, yes, are human beings, very good human beings, very, very fun and very helpful human beings is our very own podcast team. Everyone give them a round pause silent round so we don't break everyone's mics. Or- uh, this is a little bit ironic because they're applauding themselves too. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, they're, they're like both our audience. But yeah. All right, it's the blood. Who shall we introduce first? Uh, I think we're, it's it's written that Zoha goes first. So I will uh, spell her name and she will appear Z-O-H-A. Whoa, Zoha! Whoa! Wow! Alaykum assalam. So Zoha, what do you have for us today? Um, what do I have for you guys today? <laughs> I'm sorry, your face is like, 
<laughs> like, oh, we were supposed to bring, we were supposed to bring side dish or something to iftar. <laughs> no, yeah. Doha, what are your uh, Ramadan stories? What do you, what can you tell us about the power of, I guess, connections and kinship and stuff in Ramadan? Um, what I find really interesting, interesting, amazing about Ramadan is um, before COVID and everything. Um, my like favorite part of Ramadan was obviously going to the like masjid iftars and meeting all my friends and staying up for qiyams like most of like probably you guys as well it's just so fun to like be with like your other muslim friends and like actually engage in islamic like things that are good for you um with your friends because that makes it like so much more important and like same with mina like when you're with like those Muslim friends, you like definitely feel something different there than with other friends. Like there's so many moments during like random like Taravi nights or Qiyam nights where I'll be like, I feel it, I feel it in here, you know? <laughs> yeah, honestly, sometimes I just compare like being at minute camp to Ramadan, just like- Oh, for sure, yeah. It, it's, it sounds almost heretical, but it, like if you've been to minute camp, you should understand what I'm saying. Yeah, it's that it's same a, feeling. It's the vibe. It's that right. vibe. It's vibe. Just vibe. Yeah, like just vibe. Sorry, I sound like such a teenager right now, but like you know what I mean. You're <laughs> around. You are. You're around like people who are trying to do something for like a specific reason, and it's even better that it's like, like a like a relig- like a spiritual reason, even if it's fun. So I think that's really interesting about both Ramadan and Mina. Yeah. Sorry. All right plug for no. fundraising i'm just kidding <laughs> no. next person we're talking to is probably prob- nope no it's samaya i was gonna say it's fatima just because it would make sense like going down the like rains but she's not here actually so samaya hey guys. so how are you doing today i'm doing good Alhamdulillah. how are you guys doing good doing good doing good Diving. i'm sorry i use nice. the word again <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely fine what's not what's Ramadan to you what does it mean and what's your big story of it so um at least for me like my family's really tight and so Ramadan is always like spending it with obviously immediate family and like family at the masjid but just kind of the community at large because it's like I I grew up in like the suburbs of Chicago so it's like a gigantic Muslim community but you're constantly running into people you're constantly making connections and to me, it's not just about like building your connection with Allah during this month, but also building your connection with like the entire Muslim community as a whole. And that is something like I absolutely love about Ramadan. And like it hurt, it like really hurt during COVID to like not have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now we're here again. Here one more time. And really quickly before I move on, uh, Samaya, what, who, who are you in terms of the podcast? You know, we should have done, <laughs> done quick introductions, but anyway. Okay, um, I'm a writer here at We the Youth. Awesome, thank you. Yes, yeah. essentially outlining everything. So don't worry, not everything isn't fabricated. We're real people. We just need Samaya to make sure that we don't make bad episodes. And <laughs> Iman will be on and later. Iman. And uh, uh, Zoha was no is like the administrator, essentially the person who makes sure that this doesn't fall apart. Boom. she's yeah, not actually she coming back smart. but you know there's a lot of mentioning yeah yes. everyone go around for Zoha anything any stories yeah, so yeah what's your yeah. what's your story what, what can um, you read 
table. <laughs> the iftar so, table. <laughs> yes. Um, so this year, actually, because I'm a freshman in college, I have to, like, I go to the University of Illinois, which is kind of far from home. So I have to board there. So that means I'm away from my home for a couple of weeks um, until finals and I can go home to my family for Ramadan. Um, but it's definitely like this like gap that I have between like, obviously I'm not with my parents anymore, like 24 seven, I'm not with my siblings. Um, but like having Ramadan and having to like kind of build your own community here, like the MSA is amazing here. Um, and obviously the Muslim community here is like doing their best to kind of make sure that we're all like taking care of this Ramadan. But like having to actively work on those relationships, like with my parents, with my siblings, um, because I'm not like there all the time, it definitely gave me a new appreciation for like the love and support that you have, like kind of at home. And like, like, dude, I miss it. I miss it, man. I can't wait to go home. Good on That's you amazing. Be active in like that and doing your best to, to make do with like what your situation is. Like yeah. that's something all learn from because I mean everyone if everyone's like at home we kind of take for granted the fact that we're constantly around our parents and that the relationship just kind of exists but you're like out here out there like (laughs) trying to make it happen which is yeah but I also learned like the importance of friends like friends are super awesome and that's why Minas is so awesome because I miss like so many friends through it it's it's beautiful honestly yeah that's that must be really difficult too just like because this is your first Ramadan away from family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Inshallah. We're all, we're all going to have it eventually, but wow. Freshman yeah. in college already. So, man, that's insane. Dude, you are too. Yeah, but I, I it's different for me. I'm, I'm in home, so different <laughs> freshman in college. It's okay. Either way. Well, thank you, Samaya. Um, okay. And with the uh, two claps of my hand, Samaya will disappear. All right, cool. Uh, the person we're talking next to would is probably is definitely Iman. That's all like Iman. So like um, my name is Iman, and I'm the writer here at We the Youth. Okay, and then I wanted to come here and share that uh, Ramadan is a very very special month, and it's very you know holy to all of us, and we we like to do ibadah and so on and so forth. So I wanted to mention that a tradition that my family has kept up with was to always eat iftar together. So um, we, my parents were both work full time. So we used to be out of the house by eight and then come back home by like six, seven. I used to stay at a friend's house until my parents came back home. And so with my younger sisters. So we could barely see each other because my dad used to run off to the Rabi after iftar and it used to be like a really, really weird time. So I wanted to clarify that or make sure that, you know, it's okay to be busy around uh, Ramadan and that, you know, you should, this time is there for you to strengthen your relationships, even though, you know, you're busy and all that. That's awesome. Thank you for saying that. (laughs) And then I, it was actually, I wanted to say something else. Hold up. Oh yeah. So it was also another stressful day during Ramadan and we were going to the Majid to eat iftar like two years ago. And my sister was having her like first, fast of the her whole life right so usually what happens at my majid is you go to the majid like probably like 10 15 minutes later earlier and then you go in and then you get your food and stuff so my sister thought it was funny or not funny but she thought that you're supposed to like drink water or whatever they give you right after they give you and not wait for the time so she basically quit her fast like 10 minutes before so yeah hey, like, brought it up just earlier it's a gift yeah yeah 
That's interesting. I mean, like, it's it's interesting to point out that, like, not everyone's family dynamics aren't going to be the same. Like, not everyone's just going to expect, like, have, not everyone's just going to have, like, a giant if thought every night with the whole family there. I mean, we just saw with Samaya and with you now, it's like, even though it's something that we kind of, like, expect from, like, even like a children's book, you see like an iftar, the whole family's gathered around, everyone's peaceful, everyone's at home, mom cooked dinner, like that kind of thing. But it doesn't have to happen. It doesn't make it any less of a Ramadan. And as long as like you're still chilling, kind of like, I guess, on a on an emotional space with your family, then yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. yeah. Everyone does things differently. Like some families don't eat dinner together almost ever. And that to me was a shock. But hey, Different things happen to different people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So, uh, Noor, can Thank you banish you. Iman for us, please? I mean, sorry. Thank you, man. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you, man. And now. Uh, Iman's just gone. We don't have to do any pyrotechnics for that one. Ryan. What? 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 I didn't even know you were on the committee. Oh. No, this is a joke, of course, when you're in the committee. <laughs> Serene, don't fire me. All right. So who are you? I am <laughs> the outreach coordinator. Why are you? <laughs> yeah. Outreach coordinator for the podcast. Awesome. What does what awesome. does Ramadan mean to you and what's happening? Wait, what does what does outreach coordinator mean in general? Um, I pretty much just like email or text the guest and ask them if they want to come on to the podcast. And then they're like, sure. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. Legit. Best. Okay, awesome. Now the first question. And what does Ramadan mean to you? And what's a story you can share with us about it? Yes. Um, I think, well, like a really important thing in Ramadan is just like eating together for iftar and suhoor and everything. And I think that's really important and everyone should strive to have that. But um, we always try and like break our fast together and like come like 10 minutes early to like make du'as and stuff. It's really fun. So one story I have, I was about five, six years old. Um, I wasn't fasting just yet. Like I was like practicing, but I never like got through the day. So there's this one time where we were on a road trip driving from Washington to Texas during Ramadan. Yeah, everyone in the car, they were all fasting. And so they basically forgot to feed me because I was the only one one not fasting. Um, So we stopped at um, a restaurant to break our fast and everything and it was like three minutes before and everyone was cheering me on they were like come on Ray you've got this it's only three minutes you can do it but I couldn't do it oh no <laughs> I broke my fast one minute before Iftar and that's okay really? learn from it and hopefully now now that you're older and wiser and hopefully you can deal with the impulse for a minute longer <laughs> you're doing it, it. I hope. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know what to say about that. Although at five and six years old, you know, most people don't start fasting at that point. So while well, you technically weren't fasting, you know, holding it in, that's tough. Actually, good question. So 
And Ryan, when did you choose like do your first fast, or when do you think you did your first fast? I might have been like ten, like a legit fast where like I had like a good intention and I was like I'm gonna do it for realsies. Probably then. Did you? Did you like do full fasts with bad intentions before that, or? I mean, no. Like full fast isn't like, oh, I'm just gonna fast because like I want to see if I can eat some like this long, or I want to see if I can like do it with my family or something like that, just long enough. But like, even then, it's kind of like the mental like space of being like a five or six year old. You're not really thinking about like fasting as a spiritual thing. You're kind of just thinking fast equals no eating, I guess. But I don't well. Know. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about you know like dusk till dawn not eating. That's what I meant. But I mean, that's a way better answer though. But like think about me, it. Then... If, I was, if I was doing that, then I would more likely like just hide food under my bed and eat it without people seeing. You know. <laughs> that's like that's like morally corrupt. Okay. <laughs> I'm saying this was before I started actually fasting. Do you do you blame? That's still lying. A five year old can be morally corrupt. I don't know what to tell you, Noor. Um, sorry, I'm sorry. I apologize for my five year old self. Uh, how, how about you, Rayan? Um, probably like seven or eight, from hmm. dusk till dawn or dawn till dusk. Because before that, I would just, like, I would either do, like, half days or, like, eat breakfast and then fast. So hmm. probably, like, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, I, I, I would say I'm around a similar space. Because my, my idea going into it was it's either full fast or no fast. Yep, okay. Um, okay. Uh, and Ryan is gone. Assalamu alaikum, Ryan. Uh,